Welcome to Navigating Education, the podcast, episode 10, Integrating Instructional Strategies with EdTech Tools, the how-to process. Thank you everyone for being here today and taking the time to listen to this episode. This is a really important episode as it relates to where we're currently at in education. And it relates to the ability of a teacher to take a strategy that is research-based that helps students learn and integrate it with a mainstream edtech tool that's available to them, which ultimately allows not only to enhance the instruction, but also be able to provide that instruction in any sort of classroom setting, whether that is online in a blended uh, learning scenario or in a traditional classroom environment. So many teachers now, given over the past uh, 12 to 18 months, have really been immersed in technology. And I I think we are really making um, a turn for overall for technology use in, in a good way. I think that teachers are really ratcheting up their abilities to use technology. And now it's really the focus as we move into our next school year to focus on strategies that we can incorporate with our ed tech that can really amplify learning. And a lot of these strategies derive from cognitive science and how people learn. And when we think about integrating those within our lesson design and our instruction with EdTech tools in mind, there's definitely a process of how to do this. And that's my goal today to discuss. So I'm gonna discuss a three-step process of integrating instructional strategies that work from researchers with EdTech tools. So three segments, the first being selecting the research-based instructional strategies and where to look in the literature to find them Second segment is selecting EdTech tools to implement the strategy. And then third, implementing the strategy and practicing the strategy integration over time. So let's move to our first segment, which is selecting the research-based instructional strategies. And the first thing I recommend to teachers is to first look at your instructional goals as a site as well as where you want to go with your student learning. And then take a look at the literature. There's so many different instructional strategies that can encompass so many things that we are trying to do within the classroom setting. A number of researchers I go to immediately are Daniel um, Willingham, Paul Kirshner, Carl Hendrick, John Hattie, and if you want a repository of strategies, you can go to Harvard uh, School of Education Project Zero, and that gives you about 40 to 50 instructional strategies that are research-based that can help students learn. And it can also talk a little bit about how they are integrated within the sequence of a lesson. And if you're using a strategy that's not uh, outlined in um, Project Zero and it's from 
a cognitive scientist or educational researcher, I suggest looking at the study itself, but then trying to see if you can find a case study discussing its implementation and seeing how it works within the scope of a lesson. And a number of strategies I'm just gonna outline right now that you may be familiar with uh, that these researchers talk about is reciprocal teaching, concept mapping, jigsaw, retrieval practice, standard practice and interleaving. All these are strategies that we can incorporate within our instruction. And just like I said, just a moment ago, if we can understand the strategy itself and its instructional sequence, then we can make it happen. And one last thing before moving on to segment two is, is if you don't really know what the strategy looks like, as I said, just read a case study or find some sort of illustration of its implementation is to then think about in your classroom, how will it be sequenced within a lesson? Write down those steps that you think that it could be sequenced within your lesson before thinking about moving on to our next uh, segment, which is selecting EdTech tools. So when we're selecting EdTech tools, we have to think about the strategy itself and how the strategy uh, manifests itself within our instruction. We've really, you know, before thinking about what type of tool we can use to use it as a delivery method. So let's talk about the strategy or reciprocal teaching, which encompasses a number of steps. So first students predict um, based on a prompt or a problem that a teacher provides students. Then they're given an opportunity to uh, solve and then there can be a collaboration of students and the teacher or collaboration between students where clarification takes place regarding solving that specific uh, problem. And then at the very end, there is once the problem has been solved or further enunciated, they have the opportunity to summarize the process starting from the prediction to steps it took to solve that problem. And they really focus on the how in that summary. So that's what reciprocal teaching looks like when it's just manifested just the strategy itself. So when we're thinking about EdTech tools, first think about which one's available to our students. And for a strategy like reciprocal teaching, we can use our Google Workspace or Microsoft 365 to uh, find interactive slides, uh, Google Slides or Microsoft PowerPoint, which could be a way to do this. Um, could also be integrating a slide uh, add-on such as Pear Deck, Nearpod, Mentimeter. And that can create interactive slide opportunities where students can either draw or write on the slides and teachers can see their um, process in terms of solving the problem at hand. And it gives also the teacher the opportunity to provide that over or covert feedback to students, whether that's a whole class or individualized. So that would be the first step is seeing like, do you already have the tools that could be using this um, strategy integration? And then the second thing I always think about is what tool provides me with the most flexibility? Maybe I want to incorporate another strategy immediately after 
that reciprocal teaching, maybe I want to then create a task where students are jigsawing, whereby they are all given a specific task. And then eventually those tasks are going to meet up in a collaborative group scenario where they're going to require each and every student to rely on each other to further learn about the topic. So maybe slide would work. Or for example, maybe um, I want to use a just a simple document like uh, Google uh, Docs or Microsoft Word and I can create a hyperdoc there which could be used for the jigsawing. But if I think beforehand, we could use it for reciprocal teaching as well. So I, I think this the idea of um, flexibility is, is essential. And then with the idea of flexibility is this, this, this idea of instructional sequence. So as we know with reciprocal teaching, there are three major steps. For jigsawing, it could be upwards of, well, the students have their own task. And then maybe you could do a pair share after that initial jigsaw. And then you could have the students come together and group of four. So that could be a uh, you know two to three step sequence of jigsaw. And just throwing in another strategy in there, think, pair, share. Think, pair, share has three steps, or if it's think, right, pair, share, there's four steps in which that can be done in a four-step sequence. So we have to think about which tools can work best with us when we can put them in a sequence. Usually we want to keep our tool for the entirety of the strategy unless, unless we want to app smash which if we want to go down the universal design for learning route in terms of incorporating the strategy by providing students an opportunity to listen, create, uh, um, also collaborate and talk about what they're learning as well as do it overtly and covertly. We can, for example, use just for this example, if we're doing reciprocal teaching, and we want students to, for their summary, instead of write down their summary of what they were learning in the process, we would have them complete a flip grid where they would record their voices and summarize their thinking and learning process there versus writing it down. So we can incorporate multiple tools when we want students to do, um, you know, an alternative way of summarizing their thoughts in regard to that reciprocal teaching or we could just have them go in a, an entirely different direction or just give that student choice or we could have students do both have them summarize it via writing as well as record those thoughts so those are just things and take in consideration so we've already talked about how we select the research-based strategies and then we talked about selecting edtech tools, trying to keep it uh, with this mindset of think less is more. It's not a whole lot of steps for each, but we want to make sure that we're being flexible and maintaining the same tool within that instructional sequence, unless we want to app smash and make it more uh, UDL friendly. Those are just considerations to make. Then for the last segment, I want to talk about implementing the instructional strategy and edtech tool 
as well as practicing that within a classroom setting over time. And the first thing I want to reiterate is that practice makes perfect and we're going to be uh, tinkering and dabbling with these research-based strategy integrations with edtech tools over time because sometimes for our specific group of students maybe a specific tool won't work or we need to scaffold the strategy beforehand multiple lessons so that students can get the hang of for example if we're doing think pair share maybe we do think and pair for the first lesson and then for our next day in class we do think pair and share we provide that sharing um, component we could do that with all of our strategies so that initial scaffold is important when integrating that strategy into our instructional um, practice and that practice does as well because i can guarantee you that there will be times when you're trying something new it's not going to go the way that you entirely would like so having that ability to reflect and determine what worked what did not work and what can we do at that point and you can also ask your students do they feel like they enjoyed that uh, strategy that you tried maybe you did concept mapping and you can ask your students did you like using um the digital whiteboard to create that web of ideas related to the concepts that we're talking about and they can provide you with that feedback maybe they can tell you maybe some way that you can do a little bit differently or keep it the way it's going and it leads me to think about this idea of revision and i think that all of us will have to revise strategies over time and integrations maybe something new in regard to that tech tool has come about that you want to try maybe there's some sort of virtual reality uh piece that you want to incorporate on your uh slides within for example think pair share or reciprocal teaching have the students be immersed in this virtual world and then have them predict based on their experience there before you go into that clarification problem solving phase so there's revision in that regard there's revision like i mentioned earlier with just determining what worked what did not work and also just this idea of continuing to ask your students continuing to see that this is a constant process of improving our practice that's essentially what it is over time perfection is not going to happen every single time but i can guarantee with practice you're going to have a lot of successful outcomes and amplify the learning of your students. So overall, this this episode 10 of Navigating Education, the podcast, discussed how really to integrate research-based instructional strategies with ed tech tools, discussed the how-to process. We talked about selecting the research-based instructional strategies, we talked about selecting edtech tools to implement the strategy. And then we talked about what it looks like to implement that strategy and tool, as well as how to practice and revise that integration over time. Those are just important things that we have to take into consideration. I hope that you found this episode 
uh, helpful in terms of your practice, coaching, and leadership, please subscribe. Check out my website at www.matthewroads.com, as well as follow me on Twitter at MattRhodes1990. In addition, I hope that you can check out my new book that's releasing this summer, Navigating the Toggle Term, A Guide for K-12 Classroom and School Leaders. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Wow. <laughs>